everybody, welcome to the Stib and Zhang show. And uh, so today we're a very, very special episode. So as you can see, there's no Stib. No. So is it? We I, we're not gonna go in details why he's not here, but <laughs> I just say it's the end of the semester. A lot of things are happening, but it's all cool because you know why? Because it's also the end of the NBA season, and uh, so Congrats. today we're gonna be talking about the NBA playoffs. Um, I don't know. If, I might just intro something, but I'm not gonna do a roll it. So roll the intro. There you go. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Stim and Zang show. This is episode I didn't even check sixty something. Almost 70, I know that. Um, so for the second time in the Stim and Zhang show history, we're gonna be talking about the NBA playoffs. So just shows it's been a while since we've doing been doing this show, you know. So this is the second playoffs we're gonna get. So true. as we know, we get brought Gabe. Thank you for coming, Gabe. No worries, our, anytime. Love to be on the show. Our NBA analysis or analyst, right? Uh, also at- champion. Exactly. Also, champion. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you can have that. Hey, you want it? There you go. Got the, I got the belt for now. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, I think it was two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, me and Gabe went head to head in a guest a player game, and Gabe won in overtime. Very, very good. Hey, you should watch that. Hey, yo, very good episode. It was a great battle. I highly recommend it. Exactly. So it just goes to show that um, when it comes to NBA, me and Gabe, if you Hey, we're some of the most, like, yeah. elite, not elite, but... Elite, like, we're elite competition. We're elite. Yeah, we know our stuff. We know our stuff. There's not yeah. many people that can rival us, so we know our stuff. So, with just with that introduction, uh, today we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. Um, at the time of this recording, it's actually right now we're Thursday, so mm-hmm. um, we actually don't know who has the eighth seed in both conferences, but we do know that um, Atlanta won, and we do know that... Uh, New Orleans won as well. Yes. So with that being said, let's just start off with uh, who we think is going to get the eight seed. I think by the time this video comes out, we probably already have might have already a clear picture of who. I think so. Yeah. I think games are tomorrow. So if it's not updated by tomorrow, then. Exactly. So um, if you want to start it off, uh, you, you can go either game. You, you, you sure. pick. All right. So we'll start with the East. So Atlanta versus the Cavaliers. See, this is an interesting matchup for me, right? Because you have a huge, a really young Cavs team who, despite all the injuries, are in the playing spot. Honestly, if they didn't get injured, Evan Moby didn't get injured, uh, Jared Allen didn't get injured, they should be in the playoff spot. But injuries always riddle teams. So yeah. That being said, uh, I have the Cavs winning this game. Okay. Right. Hopefully, Jared Allen can be back. There's no really timetable on when he's going to be back or not, but the Cavs organization is hoping for him to be playable by Friday. So if the Cavs can get Jared Allen and some rim protection inside, because versus the Nets, KD, Kyrie Irving literally did anything to that team, right? They went on little runs. Cavs retaliated, but KD was like, nah, give me the ball. I'm making the last three shots, and that kind of sealed the game. So... If the Cavs can be healthy, have Jared Allen back and Garland and all that team, yep. there's no reason why they should win. Okay, exactly. Um, so for me, it's a bit closer because as we saw in the Atlanta game against Charlotte, Atlanta showed yeah. up. Like, we know how good Atlanta can be. They went to the conference finals last year, and they literally have the exact same team as last year. So Legit. there's no question how good they are. I didn't know that them going to conference finals was a bit of a fluke. You could tell, like, yeah. they're, they're – 
last year, especially they're, they're, they they're they were the top yeah. team in the, the East, you know. So, um, even this year, at the beginning of the year, you can watch the episode. Um, I said I had Atlanta being seventh or eighth seed, which was at the time a pretty hot take, but uh, <laughs> I, I said that because I, I knew how good the East was getting, you like bowls stacked up, you know, a lot of teams stacked up on their team. Exactly. And, um, I just couldn't see Atlanta making that far, and uh, it, it has shown so far. Atlanta, they have a really good team, but the thing is, I've always had a love-hate relationship with Trey Young, so yeah, I like him. Just... I like him as a player, but not really. I don't think he's good enough to be on a championship, like the, the best player on a championship no. team. But for this game, we're not talking championship, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. beating the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, yeah, uh, sorry. So <laughs> I, think, I think this is a good matchup because on one hand, you have um, so the the two stars are Darius Garland and Trey Young, two point guards, yeah, very young yeah, yeah. point guards. Um, so if I had to pick, I want Cleveland to win, but I think Atlanta might Hawks might yeah. really. But I think it's gonna be a really close game. I, I really hope Jared. Oh, Allen yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be. Yeah, because Jared Allen's very underrated. As we saw this year, he's an All Star. So yeah, just having those guys, I think if Cleveland's fully healthy, I think they can come out with the win. I hope they win because um, uh, I feel like having Cleveland there, just True. they're a good young team. And it, it, mm-hmm. like, I, as much as I like, because the thing with Atlanta is playing in Atlanta, like you get all the rappers and stuff, as you saw last exactly. year in Charlotte, like you have like Jay Z and everyone coming out to watch mm-hmm. the games, you know. But uh, I feel like it'd be nice to see Cleveland there. I, I think they, th- this is a really good young team. Exactly. I think they deserve it, to be honest with you. Like, during the whole season, two All-Stars, All-Star game in Cleveland, like, they don't win this. And I honestly, I wouldn't say call it a disappointing season, but I, it would be kind of disappointing because you were yeah. pretty much a 60 for the whole season. And then injuries came about and, like, it just, that sucks. Yeah, what would be disappointing about that series is not the expectation before the season started. It's when the season mm-hmm. started. Exactly. They got two All Stars in, and then they started dropping after the All Star. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. would be disappointing for sure. But uh, yeah, so we both have like Cleveland pretty much uh, mm-hmm. winning. But we'll, we'll, but we'll... but I'll make my case for the Hawks. Hawks are amazing at shooting. They have shooters all around, especially with Compella getting rebounds, second chance opportunities, kicking off the threes. Even the Trey Young pick and roll with Capella creates so much space for Trey Young to do his. Little floaters, little middies, little scoop layups, pass it out, right? So if they're clicking all cylinders on offense, and as well as playing some defense, the Hawks can make a case. I just think that the defense of the Cavs, and as well as the shooting, just the chemistry as well, because with Atlanta, they've been roller coaster all season, right? They don't really have a firm grip on how to, I guess, play as a team, but uh, if they can clock in just for that one game, I don't... Hey. I don't see why not the Hawks can win that game as well. Exactly. So, um, so for me too, like, um, that's why I think Jared Allen being in that game is such so vital because obviously yeah. they have, have Clint Capella, right? And Jared Allen, he's one of the he's a very underrated defender. Uh, you always see him either he blocks someone or he gets posterized, but like yeah. just that, he's a really <laughs> exactly. good defender, and he, I'd say he's probably one of the top. Maybe not top five yet, but definitely like top six, seven. He's top seven. He's top seven centers in the league for he's, sure. He's one of those centers that like you love to have on your team. You know, like him, Clint Capella, like just rim rolling. He's a Rudy Gobert. He's a baby Rudy Gobert. Like baby I like Gobert, exactly. But he's like a he's he's like those centers that like you can get for like 
what, uh, 15 to 20? 15 to 20, yeah. I forget what the contract he signed for, but I think it was closer to the max, but still, though. Like, if you can get a player under the max with Jared Allen's talent and potential, then, like, you know what Jared Cavs Allen's is a great thing. Like, he'll, oh, you know, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and really good Two blocks. Like, exactly. so he'll, he'll be a presence in the paint. No one wants to go in the exactly. paint with Jared Allen's there, so. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's move on to the next game. So, I think it's tomorrow, too. So, tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to have the Clippers facing off against, um, who is it? Uh, New, New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans. New Orleans yeah. Pelicans. So, New Orleans won their game. Um, very exciting game. CJ went off in that game. Um, yeah. And we know how good New Orleans is. But also, Clippers, they almost beat Timberwolves. Patrick Beverly came up on them quick, you know. Yeah. And uh, they lost that game. But they can still secure the eighth seed. So, And we know how good this Clippers team is. Uh, obviously, yeah. we know they don't have Kawhi, though, but they still have still you, you got Paul George. like Just having Paul George, and they, they still have some good pieces in Kennard. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I, I guess um, is, Markeith is, Morris is there Reggie as well. Reggie Jackson, right? We know Reggie he, he Jackson, had a really good yeah. season. Reggie Bunch Jackson, ever since he's come to the Clippers, he, he's starting to feel himself, you know, 16, yeah. and, 16 and 6, you know. 16, like 16 and 5, something yeah, exactly. like that, yeah. So hey, really good. So um, Clippers definitely are a very underrated team. But uh, if you had to pick between these two teams, who do you think is winning that matchup? Uh, I'm going because it's I'm going Clippers, right? I low key want the Pelicans to win so the Clippers can low key get a better pick and be better next year. But it's a whole another whole topic. But uh, yeah, I like I honestly think Pelican uh, the Clippers. Sorry, are gonna win this game, right? Paul George and a bunch of shooters with some defense. That's a tough matchup. Even like yeah. even the last game when I was watching it, they only held Cat to eleven points the whole game, and he fouled out in the end of the game. If you like, I'm not gonna say you're gonna double team CJ McCollum, but you could throw another body at him, even just to make him tighter, right? Because the Clippers, they like fast break opportunities and they love shooting threes, right? So if both of those things are happening with the Clippers, it's really really tough to beat them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um... I think Clippers are winning. Um, I know New Orleans are a really good team. Um, like CJ, um, obviously we know Zion's still not back, and he's probably yeah. never going to play this season yet. Uh, so, <laughs> Might not play next season. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think Clippers are going to win just off the fact that uh, I can't see the Clippers not making the playoffs this year. You know, like yeah, we're, there's already weird, one LA right? team that flopped. Exactly, and New Orleans. This team is wasn't even, they, they didn't get CJ because they're like, oh, we're making the playoffs with CJ. They no. got CJ because I don't even know what I still don't know everything, but I just know they, they didn't get. I think CJ it's for the future. It, I guess yeah. I guess he's still relatively young, so they exactly, trying to build a uh, build exactly, on Zion. They, they didn't get a thirty year old guy, which is kind of crazy to say that he's thirty right now because I yeah. we still remember CJ most improved. Player, yeah, you know, like, most improved, like yeah, yeah, that yeah. type of guy. But yeah, thing. hey, he's he's a vet now, so uh, they didn't get yeah. a thirty year old guy. Just so that, like, because even this year when they traded for him, they weren't that high in the seating. Um, they, they weren't expected to even be in the, like, to make oh, the playoffs. Man. The fact that they're this close shows. But um, I think the Clippers are going to take care of uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's pretty fair to think uh, just off the matchup, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you, we, we know Paul George gets critiqued a lot, but... Everyone knows. Like, no, everyone's, he's a bucket, man. He's a bucket, like, man. Like, he's a bucket. He's really good basketball player, and um, I think the Clippers are gonna are definitely gonna be yeah. able to hold in and because uh, 
the game against Minnesota, they're winning most of the game. Yeah. Uh, they're up by like, I think like as much as like 16. So, and they, they kind of blew it a bit, but yeah. uh, I, I think this game's different. I don't think the Pelicans have, they have a good team, the Pelicans. They, they just, the Clippers just have a lot more depth. They have exactly, a lot more exactly. bodies they can throw at them. Yeah. Pelicans have some good players. Valanciunas, CJ, Brandon Ingram. But other yeah. than that, Herbert Jones, like you, you can't really compete with a pretty much like bunch of role players and two, like a superstar yeah. on a team, right? So it's going to be tough. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, we both have the Clippers yeah. for this one. So, okay. Now that we know, like, um, okay, actually, let's not go with this match. I was gonna go one and eight matchup, but we don't even know okay. about it. so we'll yeah, go- we don't know it yet. So, so uh, we'll, we'll stay in the west though, and we'll go in the, okay. the two to seven matchup. Uh, this one we know is gonna happen, so it's the Timberwolves versus the Grizzlies, two really, really young teams, yeah, um, this two is... up and coming teams, and then you have it's like two different versions of a rebuild. You have a very successful rebuild, yeah, you have a very like, like it's super, <laughs> not as successful, it's but- good. Like Definitely you have a lot good. of talent. It's just that like it's take it's, it's a slow burner as you say. Very slow, very slow. Because yeah. um e- even as we know the Timberwolves just introduced um this this matchup, the Timberwolves obviously since Kevin Garnett left basically, um or even yeah. like, even before Kevin Garnett they're never that good, right? So, you could say when Jimmy Butler left, like <laughs> exactly. So okay, you, we can yeah we can go that far, but it's it started with like Ricky Rubio. Right, remember those days, and they trade him. And Kevin then, Love, and then Kevin Love, right? And then yeah. we're going in time, and then they draft Andrew Wiggins, they draft Carl Anthony Towns, very good. Um, and then obviously for they got Jimmy Butler, and they started picking yeah. up, and then they they made the playoffs that one year, and then uh never made the playoffs since. So, got traded the next season, exactly. And then now there's just a bunch of really bad picks that held them back, but the pick that really helped them out this year was. Or like they, it was Anthony Edwards' pick. Anthony yeah, Edwards, yeah, yeah. right now he's still not a franchise player, but people see that potential, and he's been really he's, he's a stud. Okay. If you watch him play, he's, he's a okay. stud. So right now they're building around Cat, who's like 25, yeah. 26. Don't forget DeAndre Russell, who's also 25, yeah. 26, right? Anthony Edwards, who's like 20 years old, absolutely 21, bucket. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and for me with the Timberwolves is, I don't know how good their defensive game is because obviously if you look at deandre russell cat they're not the best defenders even anthony oh. we're not too sure but, but obviously we know that they got patrick beverly who yeah oh my god if you watch that yeah. game you know how much he values to that team so exactly so um the addition of patrick beverly really changed his team and um as you can see the, the, they they beat the clippers and no. It looked like they won the championship, but uh, yeah, but uh, but now <laughs> they got really had a few Bud Lights after, yeah, literally. So, um, but now they got to face the Grizzlies, who, as we know, the Grizzlies this season have been really wow. good, just even without Jaw. I think Jaw missed 22 games and they won 20 of those 22 games, they went crazy. Hey, even when Jaw was in doesn't it. make so, sense. And and if you look at the the, um, the youth on, on this team, I think the oldest player on the team is uh, or like on their starting lineup is Kyle Anderson. Who's like twenty eight? Who's pretty young? But everyone else is no, like Stephen Adams. No, no, but I don't think he's on the starting lineup. Like I, I think Stephen Adams is starting. Is I think he's the second. Is Jaren Jackson? I think I think Jaren's at the four. Or Steven's at the five. Okay, okay. Because I thought it was, I, I thought it was Brendan. No, I think it's Brendan Clark at the four, and then they put Jaren at the five. But whatever. But oh, I I could be mistaken. But maybe yeah. it was just it was just a game that I watched that um, maybe. But 
hey, just to say they have a really young team. And obviously, as you said, they have Steven Adams, who they acquired and is a very good center for them yeah. backup or when he starts right. You know how reliable it can be. And just having jaw, you have Desmond Bain, Brent Clark, Jaron yeah. Jackson, right? Um, even uh Dwayne Deontay Melton. Yeah, uh yeah, not Dwayne, yeah, Deontay Melton. So <laughs> Dwayne Desmond. No, yeah. So just just to show this team is really good. Yeah. And this year they're they're one of the best teams in the league, probably I think the best second best team in the league behind the and yes, the behind uh, the Suns, yeah. Not sure. Yeah, so they're the second best team in the league, which just shows. And uh, yeah. hey, who, who would you have in this matchup? Well, it's pretty good, but you just uh, kind of, you see. Know. See, I think I think it's going to be respectful, and Memphis is going to gentleman sweep them. So it's going to be. I'm, I I have uh, Grizzlies in five, right? Okay. The matchups work out because you have Jaw, who can attack the basket whenever, and you know, cast out the greatest rim protector. So Jaws gonna be able to get in there pretty much as when he wants to, right? And then you just have a bunch of shooters, right? Desmond Bain, uh, Deontay Melton. Um, who else? Who else do they have? Uh, Dylan Brooks, right? So they got a bunch oh, yeah. of guards. I forgot about Dylan Brooks, yeah. Bunch of guards who can create for themselves, and yo, that chemistry is maybe hundred and ten percent right yeah, now. Broken. They love playing with each other. They just they they love through like honestly like. The Grizzlies are honestly outside the Raptors are my favorite team to watch this year, right? They're just so much fun with that athleticism. Even the post games, right? Like they take squad pictures after like W. So like yeah. just having that young core and them just enjoying basketball is just is and they're playing amazing basketball, right? So yeah. I would love to see Memphis win, and I think they're gonna win in five. Okay. Um, yeah. So I might give them I think Memphis is gonna win in five too. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not trying to copy here. I'm I'm just going off no. what you said a bit. It's just, I like uh, so. I, I I was gonna the, say the Wolves six. are gonna win one at home. Exactly. So mm. I was gonna say six, but from what Memphis showed this year, without Jaw especially, no. And then you add Jaw, who's a 27 point per game guy, and obviously a very like get a bucket. Like I'm telling you, Jaw can like, he can get yeah. a bucket whenever, man. Like even last year in the Utah Jazz series, I could mm-hmm. see flashes like. When jaw went up, I got scared every single time. Man, this guy would go up, Legit. get a floater. Like you could not stop. Every like time. you could not stop. And this guy has so many moves. He's so athletic, and he's just so like he's so fun to watch. You know, so mm-hmm. and it's only his third year in the NBA, and he's only twenty two, which is crazy to think. Yeah, because there's so Oof. much potential there. And obviously, it's it's nice because I love watching these players go from a, like in a franchise like. Not a dead franchise, but like a a, a smaller franchise, right? Not smaller big, market franchise, smaller yeah. market franchise, right? And just explode there because those are really good for the NBA when the NBA can expand, to especially exactly. like a city like Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. And like even a bunch of times, people have been talking about Memphis relocating because they don't have a lot of fans, whatever. But mm-hmm. you got Jaw there, like they're going crazy. So, um, I I think Memphis is gonna be able to win in in five or six. I'll give them one or two games to yeah. Minnesota. Because of Cat, because of D'Angelo Russell, because of Anthony Edwards, they're still a good team. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves take one or two games. Like, and, and I think this team they they match up pretty well. Um, yeah. I'm I'm expecting them to put Patrick Beverly on John Morant, right? Just true, just be a pest on him, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, I just think it's gonna be a really fun series to watch. Both teams aren't well, especially um Minnesota. They're not that great defensively, but uh Memphis. 
especially with a big like Jaron Jackson who can shoot on the perimeter. Oh my God. Really I love Jaron Jackson. I love Jaron Jackson. Great perimeter. Like, this guy Lee does have a weak like his, his biggest weakness would probably be his, his strength. Like, he's probably not, but you also have Steven Adams, right? This guy can defend the perimeter, he can defend the post, he can play in the perimeter, he can shoot, he, he can play in the post, you know. He can dunk on people, like this guy can exactly. do everything. He's got everything. So that's why even when like when he got drafted, that's why it's like even when he was at Michigan or Michigan State, sir. Mm. He was at Michigan State. He even put he averaged like ten points, but he went fourth yeah. overall just because of his athleticism, his wingspan, and like the raw talent. Just exactly, there. and um, so that's why Memphis. Hey, Memphis, and just wait a couple. This team is so good; they're so fun to watch. So I'm gonna go no Memphis um, in this one as well. Um, yeah. I want to move on to the next one because I feel like we're we're going on a. We're, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about, a little bit too much yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, um, so uh, the second matchup, uh, we can go Warriors and Nuggets. So this is a really good matchup, a three and six matchup. But yeah. we know, which is kind of crazy because we know how good the Nuggets are, right? The Nuggets always at the top. Usually they always make the playoffs, especially with Jokic. They have the MVP mm-hmm. favorite in Jokic this year. My and, MVP uh, at least. Yeah, exactly. So um, as always, you can start uh, explaining uh, why, why, who you think is going to win and why. See this? I think this is probably the most interesting matchup of the first round in the West, right? So you have Jokic, who's pretty much a walking triple double, averaging thirty points and fifteen assists, right? So with that, Jokic can carry any team, right? If you make, but see, that's the crazy thing because you also have Draymond Green on the other side with the Warriors, and you also have Curry and Clay. It's going to be a tough matchup. I just, I don't think the roster right now of the Nuggets with Jamal and Michael Porter out can sustain an offense and defense of the Golden State Warriors, right? There's just too much firepower. I love Jokic. If his other players were healthy, this would be a more competing series. But uh, give me the Warriors in six, honestly. Give me the Warriors in six. I think Jokic will probably drop 50, 50, uh, 50, 20, and 10 one game. But over a seven-game seven series, I think uh, I think the Warriors got in the bag easy. Okay. Okay, that's pretty good. Sorry about that. I had to charge my, my laptop. But uh, so, yeah. Um, okay, you have Warriors and you said six? Yeah, Warriors and six. Okay. I think – okay, I – man, I don't want to go with Nuggets here because mm. obviously we know – Warriors, how good they are, especially this season. But hey, the Nuggets, man, especially I feel like Nuggets yeah. are a bad matchup for Warriors too. I, I find because who's gonna guard Jokic, right? Well, first of all, Jokic's unguardable. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah, no one can guard. Jokic. Ball, Same like, thing with Embiid, like exactly. Like even when um, Utah was matched up against the Nuggets, we threw Ru- Rudy, who's one of the well, probably one of the best defenders of our generation, right? And he he could barely generation. stop Jokic. My bad, my bad, my bad. There's a lot of those, you know. My bad, my bad. So, um, Jokic, I don't know who's being able to guard Jokic, but obviously, other than Jokic, they have Jokic, Aaron Gordon. We know Jamal's not back. I don't think Michael Porter's. I don't believe Michael. I think he's rolled out for the playoffs. But yeah, so I don't know if Jokic by himself will be able to. If they had Jamal, probably be a different story. But I don't know about Jokic by himself. But I still think Jokic, just having Jokic, that wins you, that 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 wins you two to three games, right? Exactly. So, it could go to game seven. Exactly. So, but if I, it's if just I, there's if no I say, help on the Nuggets team. I, I would go, 
I'd have to say Warriors in seven. Okay. Um. Yeah. Because like, Warriors... think about it though. Because Zhang with the Nuggets, who's their second option outside of Jokic? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, but Aaron Gordon's like what, like fifteen point per game, and like he like he's barely, he's like thirteen yeah. this season. Like exactly. so, like so, just that being said, it's gonna be tough for Jokic to get out of the series. Exactly. So no, yeah, I'll I'll give them three games that I think they can win just because okay. of Jokic, right? So, but stuff because we know this Warriors Warriors team is really good, right? Steph Curry's back yeah. on his stuff. Clay's Clay's yeah. not as good as he was before. Yeah, but he's, he's still, still really Clay Thompson. You still got Andrew Wiggins was a, was an all star starter. Forgot about Andrew Wiggins. Wow. Well, all star. I still can't believe. Yeah, all star star. I keep forgetting that happened. Like, still crazy to think about. But yeah. Hey, this is a really good Warriors team. Um, obviously we know how well coach they are, right? With um, Steve yeah. Kerr. But also, so are the Nuggets with Mike Malone. So true. Um, true. I'll get. I'll, I'll say Warriors in seven. Um, you said Warriors in six. Yeah. Um, pretty similar so far in uh, who we have. Okay, so. Let's move on to the next one. Oof. This one, uh, it might be more. Hey, I'm not gonna say I'm a bias. I'm, I'm biased, but let's just say the Mavs against the Jazz. Uh, no. Before we even start analyzing, um, Luca is ruled out for Game One, so you gotta take that into consideration. And uh, as always, if you want to start off with, uh... yeah, um, Luca's injured. There's no timetable when he's coming back, so that's. A big drop off for the Mavs. Um, if Luca, see, that's the thing. Like, if Luca can be healthy for game one, it can be a change of the series. But right now, it doesn't even seem like he's going to be there for game one or two. So, with that being said, I have Jazz in seven. Uh, Jazz are just fundamentally sound. They've been to the playoffs. They know what they want. They're eager to get out of the second round. Like, I think Jazz have a chip on their shoulder this season, right? Maybe they've been a bit tired, a little bit of tatty injuries there and there during yep. the season. But if they can have a full, healthy roster by come playoff time, honestly, you know switch. I'm going to put Jazz in six. Jazz okay. in six. Because if you don't have Luka Dantas, then exactly. you really have no chance. Like, yeah. it's just plain simple as that. Exactly, and um, what, what what's interesting for me is, I still don't understand why Mavs got rid of Kristaps. Um, who they, I, I think they got um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, we know Spencer's good, but still kind of crazy. He's, that, he's been playing really well. Yeah, he, he's been hitting some clutch shots, but it's still crazy to me that they traded away Kristaps because I thought Kristaps Luca like that's you can't get better than that, but I I, I guess not. I think there's so, a little tension going on there though. Exactly, but um, I think a player that went underrated for the Mavs this year is uh, Jalen Brunson, who had actually a really good season. Yeah. Um, but the thing with the Mavs is I don't know if if I don't know if, if they can add a, a second piece. Luca is going to keep losing the first round. I think he's been out yeah. of the first round ever since he joined the NBA. You know, first round exit, first round exit, first round. No, I mean playoff appearance. He hasn't exactly. made it on the first so, round. Yeah. Um, I, I know last year he he went to Game Seven or two years ago. Or last year, I think he went to uh, Game Seven with the Clippers. Remember he, or was it the bubble season? He went yeah, to maybe the bubble season. Yeah, I think it was. I, 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 it was I one of. The, I know. I just know he had a crazy game exactly. winner. Okay, yeah, I think I think it was two years ago. He had a really yeah. good game winner, but and they went to game seven, but he lost. So, just Luca, Luca will get, win you two games already, right? Because we know how good Luca is. But um, obviously, don't sleep on the Jazz, man. Like the Jazz. Still, they're good. Always they're a good team. One of the best defensive team in the league. Always top three. Offensively, they're still a really good team. Um, I still find, I still wish 
that Rudy got implemented a bit more in our offense um, it still frustrates me because realistically, Rudy, 71%, he has the best field goal, goal percentage in the entire league. And I still don't think he gets enough. This guy gets eight shots a game. Like, you can't have your... your yeah. Guy getting, but eight shots a game and he's scoring, like, 15 points a game lately, which is kind of crazy. Well, like, well, he shoots, what, 70% from the field yeah, or something like that? exactly. So, you give this guy, like, 12 shots, this guy's averaging 20 points. So, True. Just, just that efficiency. Imagine just... You, you give mm-hmm. the ball to... And we, we, we know how good his pick and roll is. Imagine someone on your team. All you got to do is give him the ball. Like, you give him eight... To like twelve shots, like eight shots, and this guy gets you fifteen. Like, you know the efficiency so, on that man. Like, that's- no one's guarding Rudy Gobert on the jet, on on the maps. Exactly, but they, like no one Powell. can. Like, yeah, they have Powell who Dwight Powell. Yeah, Rudy Gobert seven two. Dwight Powell's like six nine. Yeah, I know exactly. Rudy Gobert is getting every offensive rebound possible and dunking on that team. Exactly, and um, I find the Jazz do really well, especially against a team with not a good center. Really, yeah, the Jazz do really well because Rudy gets to eat. You know, so. Um, and the thing is, like, especially defensively, um, especially they don't have, um, uh, a stretch five. So that already, mm. um, will help us a lot cool. for the, yeah, they got great Chris Fops. Exactly. Chris Fops. So, exactly. So, um, I, I still think the Dallas or Dallas is a good team. Do they still have Tim Hardaway? I think they still have Tim Hardaway. Too. Yeah. He might be injured though. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent on that. So. I'm expecting the Jazz to steal a home game because we're away, yeah. actually. So the first game, Doncic is not there. I'm expecting Jazz to win. And then maybe you lose the next home game and then win back-to-back. So I'm going to say Jazz in six. Uh, might be a bit biased in that, uh, in what I'm saying. But I do believe the Jazz will be able to make it out of the first round. We've been able to make it out of the first round for a couple of years now. Um, like, the the only thing, especially before, was Houston we kept stopping us and, like, we always meet these good teams, and we've never yeah. been. But I think this year we'll be. Well, fine. I said Jazz in six. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll say Jazz in six, and um. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. you hear me? Because uh, my my thing's a bit frozen. Happy. If if you've been on the Shivan's Zang show, you know my my screen tends to freeze. Can you still hear me? There you go. Yeah, I'm. I'm the. You- Okay, so continue the recording. Sorry about uh, if, if if you've been a watcher of the Shivan Zang show, you know technical difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulties it happened very often, but uh, it happened again. So uh, we both have Jazz winning in either six or seven, right? Um, so talk about um, Jazz. So uh, we, we we'll go over the 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 Sun series quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know who the Suns are playing yet, but. I'll go quickly. I think the Suns are going to be able to win their first round match. Yeah. I, I think they'll be able to make it really far. Um, Bring out the broom, Zang. Bring out the broom. Exactly. Whatever team comes up, the, the Suns are so good this year. I, I love it what they've been able sense. to they're, build, they're amazing. build. Especially with yeah. Monty Williams as their coach. Very good coach. He's been able to show that. Um, I, I just love everything about uh, the Suns and especially Oh, you got to give your credit to Devin Booker, right? As always, he's score on top. Yeah. But Chris Paul, man, like Every single team. X Factor. Every X single factor. team. Every single team, man. Like, ever since I've been an NBA fan, every single team he's been on has always been good. Every time he leaves the team, they start doing that. Every time he joins yep. the team, they start doing really good. How many times has he is he going to have to prove that? If you just look in, what, last five years, what? He left the Clippers. Clippers been, well, after the... But oh, after well, he left, when Kawhi got there, I exactly. guess. Exactly. He joins Houston. They 
if he didn't get injured, they make the finals basically. So yeah, they win the chip basically if he, if he doesn't get injured, right? And then after he joins OKC, what did he do? do what does he do in OKC? He, he he they almost beat Houston in the game seven, a close game seven. They were yeah. in, they were in they're supposed to be the worst team in the league that year. So then leave yeah. and then joins the Suns, who have been a joke for the last like eight years to ten years before that. Ever since Steve Nash left, really. Exactly. Joins that team, makes a final. Like, come on. Just got to give credit where credit is due. But, yeah. So, yep. um, I'll, I'll have the Suns uh, winning. Um, I don't know if yeah. you want to talk about it quickly, but. Uh, I mean, I can talk about it quickly. Like, it's a match. It's a matchup nightmare for whoever's going to be the eight seed, right? Exactly. They got too many bodies. These Chris Paul just toys with people at this point. Like, they got Booker on the other side. Almost going to average 30. So, they want to go back to the finals. They want to win a chip. So, Suns are going to demolish whoever the eight seed is. Exactly. And at this point, like, even their depth has been underrated. Like, if you think about it, yeah. you Cameron, Cameron, uh, what's he had Cameron a game Johnson, winner this season. Had a game like, winners, like crazy winners. And even, even their depth, like their backup, they can, you can throw Cameron Payne out there and he'll do his job. Yeah. Um, Jamel, Javel McGee giving Javel, you 10 and 10 off exactly. the bench. Exactly. Like, you saw Jay Crowder was a playoff guy. Like, this team has been built for the playoffs too. Yeah. They have grit. They have talent. They have guys that can score in the clutch. They have really good defending. Don't forget Mikel Bridges, right? So mm-hmm. just all that, I think Suns are going to be good. Uh, but yeah. let's move on to the East. So the East, uh, we talked about the, the playing round for the eight seed. We'll go over it quick. Um, the, the, the one eight. So the Heat actually have the first uh seed i think they yeah. personally i think the heat are maybe not a sweep like the suns because they haven't been that dominant but i still mm-hmm. believe with the talent they have on on the team they have yeah. like if you think they have so much talent a lot of injuries though but with the talent they have the coaching eric potra and the leadership like yeah. Adonis has them i think they'll be able to win the first round pretty easily even if it's atlanta or cleveland yeah there's no really question like i got the yeah. heat in five even if it's atlanta or the Cavs, right yeah both teams could steal one game because the Heat do sometimes a little bit of friction, but yeah. that friction just makes them want to compete more. So exactly. the Heat have veterans. They have Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, who's going to be Ola six Depot, man of the year. You know, all the depots coming back healthy. Like they have bodies, right? Yeah. So uh, if the Heat lose, then it's too bad on them, right? Yeah. So. So yeah, just looking at this this Heat team, man. Like this team is built for the playoffs. You want a center like mm-hmm. out of bio on your team. You oh want a God. point guard like Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And veteran leadership. Exactly. And Jimmy Butler, we know he's not a super superstar, but he's a star. He's a twenty plus point, especially in the playoffs. He shows up. Great defender. Especially great to eight, Great leader. And then yeah. you have a six man of the year, uh, most likely in Tyler Hero, who basically drops twenty points a game. So they're on very good efficiency. Mm-hmm. So the, hey, this seems really good, and they have some really good uh, death pieces. Uh, a bunch of dudes I don't even know what their names are, but I know they have a lot of good shooters. You can't can't forget Duncan Robinson. Um, yeah, uh, what's what's his name? Um, uh, Strude, Mar- yeah, Marquis yes, Strude, yes. Strude, like um, the shooter, no? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his uh, first I name? Forget, I keep I forgetting forget his name, but yeah, him. So yeah, this Heat team they're made for the playoffs. I think they're gonna make like a big push. But uh, let's move on to the two and seven. Matchup. Oh my god, we have a good one here. So just to introduce this matchup, so the Nets, they actually have the seven seed, which is kind of crazy because we know now they're basically a little healthier. They'll have, mm-hmm. I think, Kyrie and K- KD back for the playoffs, I believe. 
but now they got to go up against the Celtics, who at the beginning of the year or most of the season, they're 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 down bad, and then they started one <laughs> stretch. To get that losing record seed. at one point. Exactly. So I don't know if it was worth it to get that second seed now that they got face the Nets in the first round. But yeah. um, if you want to start talking about this matchup, uh, you can go ahead. <sighs> See, the Nets have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and Boston has Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think that's really what it comes to, right? What two duos will play better? On paper, it should be Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because they're bona fide all-stars, champions. They've done everything in the league. But just having that Boston grit and the run they've been on since the post-all-star break, like Boston arguably looks like the best team in the league at the moment. Right? You have, oh, but Robert Williams, that's a tough L with a meniscus injury. But you still have DPY contention, Marcus Smart, who's probably going to go Kyrie. You have a bunch of role players. You still have Al Horford, who's 36, and yeah. it's still one of the best all-around centers in the league, right? Yeah. So if Boston – this is the key for Boston. If Boston can get stops, they will win this series. They got to get stops. They got to get yeah. stops. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, um, I, I can't I – don't, I don't think the Celtics are going to be able to pull through just because I think KD, just having KD on your team – you can win, especially against the Celtics team. Um, yes, I, don't know if, I think Kyrie is going to be able to play most of the games. I'm not sure. You never know with those, but... Um, I think he should be able to. Yeah, I think he's able to play all games. Except he comes to Canada. Exactly. And we know that... I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be able to play in this series, though. But He yeah. said uh, if it go, he might be able to come back for the home, uh, home, str- the home stretch. Okay, so he'll miss the first two games in Boston, but he might be able to play in the three, four games. So, yeah, the, the main thing with this Nets team is really they've never been able to get chemistry. They never get their players together. Even when they had Harden, um, Kyrie, and KD, they never – I think those guys had, like, 15 games played together. Like, they, they're they not able to get – Never, never. So, um, if I really like this Nets team, um, even – their main thing is, I, I believe, is that center. Um, obviously, we know that uh, Al Horvath is a really good center. But um, for the Nets – they ha- they have Claxton who's too small for a center. Like he's really good, but he- he's too skinny. He's not strong enough. But uh, they also have Drummond, who we know is really strong. But Drummond yeah, is it's just he he's a good rebound, but he's he's not a good defender just, really. Anyway. No, he's lazy. He's big. Exactly. He doesn't go back on defense. Like he'll get you offensive rebounds and put back dunks. Exactly. It's just that are you gonna get the hustle on the defensive end, right? Exactly, and, and I think that's the main thing uh, in the playoffs. Those those don't go unnoticed because in, in the playoffs, like. Do, Having any it. possession counts, every possession exactly. counts. So, I think just having KD, I, I, I think the Nets are gonna be able to win, but I'm, I'm very interested to see because don't forget, Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches in the league, he knows how to, and he's had this team for a while, especially with Al Horford back, right? Mm-hmm. And he's had Marcus Thorne, he's had Jalen Brown, he's that they, they, they know how to play together. So, I think that that's what the main thing is gonna be, it's gonna be. Um, the the Boston strategy, so their chemistry against the Nets star power. So I think it's a really good matchup, and it's it's pretty surprising that we get to see this in the first round, but it's happening. It's here. Mm. Can't do much about it, but uh, I'll give me Nets in seven. See, I have Celtics in seven. I think with the home court advantage and just having more, honestly, more depth and more. I don't want to say talent. Okay. But 
I think Boston has a deeper team that can compete in the playoffs. Okay. No, no, so no, give no. me Boston in seven. Yeah, that's pretty fair. They're, they're a second seed for a reason, right? So um, Exactly. Let's move on to the next matchup. So we have the Bucks against the Bulls. First round matchup. This is kind of crazy. Um, just to introduce it before you, you start talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, we have the, the the champions, right? So we can call yeah. them the champions against this Bulls team. Who they got Demar. They got they have exactly they have Vucevic, right? Um, mm-hmm. Lonzo's not coming back. They I don't know if after the season, but yeah, uh, Cruz was healthy. He's he's yeah, in so playoffs. Was, yeah, so Cruz is back. Very good team. DeRozan made in clutch shots. He's been really good, almost basically MVP candidate the whole year. Mm-hmm. The main thing for this Bulls team is that I think they they don't win against plus five hundred. They don't win against playoff teams. They, their record against playoff teams oh, is terrible. Don't. So they're awful. Imagine you don't, already you're not good against playoff teams, and now you got to play the reigning champs. So and this oh. reigning champs team is really good. Like it. Like they have Giannis onto the Kumpo. Like, exactly. what like, else can you add to that? They're a third seed, but man, like 51 and 31, still a really good team. Yeah. Don't let the seeding fool you. They're still one of, in my opinion, I still think they're the best team. They're them in the Suns, right? And yeah. um, just obviously, you have Giannis. Um, I think the main matchup in here is you meet most of the, most of the series with the Bucks is this can, can you stop Giannis? And mm-hmm. um, are you going to be able to score a lot? Like, you know, so. Um, I think. Well, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go first, but I'll tell you my prediction first. I think uh, Bucks are gonna win in six. I still think Bulls are a really good team, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to win two games. But I think the Bucks team with Giannis and yeah. just everything around it. Just I, I think Bucks got it. I I can't agree more. I think Bucks got it as well. It's kind of a mismatch nightmare for yeah. the Bulls, right? You have Giannis is in the paint. He's gonna bully. Vucevic, same thing with Brook Lopez. Two big bodies who are going to push him around, make him feel uncomfortable. And you also have, honestly, arguably the best perimeter defender in the league in Drew Holiday, who is going to be shutting down yeah. Damar and Levine, right? Yeah. So it's it's going to be tough for the Bulls to win. Like, I think I think the Bulls will get one game at home, either be game three or four. But uh, no, it's, uh, I think the Bucks are going to uh, gentlemen sweep them in style. Okay. Yeah, so for me, the main thing is, that's, yeah, either, so that's why I'm giving them one or two games, right, to the Bulls, just because mm-hmm. you have DeMar, who's so good, we know how good, and especially Zach Levine, two Ooh. all-stars, right, so just from those two guys, I think the Bulls will be fine, but uh, I, I still believe they're going to lose. So now that we have that matchup out of the way, we have a re- very intriguing matchup here. Oh, God. Uh, if you want, uh, this is a matchup that you know very well. Um, yep. It probably spans back to 2019 uh, series two. If you want to introduce it, uh, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and yep. introduce the matchup. So the four five seed, if you don't know right now in, in the Eastern Conference Finals, is the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Toronto Raptors. Now, I think this is the most intriguing first round matchup of the playoffs, right? This is a flip coin toss, in my opinion. This can go either way. You have, okay, I'll give Philly side first. Yeah. You have Joel Embiid. No one can guard him. You have it's gonna be the biggest mismatch for the Raptors. It's just that are you gonna get a good James Harden? Or are you gonna get a washed up James Harden? That is the biggest X factor for Philadelphia. If James Harden can lead the second unit when Embiid's on the bench, because I saw this stat is 
Uh, and since 2019, Philadelphia, uh, Joel Embiid has a plus 15 box plus minus when he's on the floor. But when he's on the bench, yeah. Philly has a minus 17. So if you have Joel Embiid on the floor, you're going to win. But the key for Philly is that you got to win when he's on the bench, when he's getting his rest. Because you can't play Joel Embiid 48 minutes. He's going to be huffing and puffing. They're going to send double teams. They're going to make his life difficult. So you need James Harden, Tobias Harris, Ty- Tyrese Maxey to yeah. play well. Like, like you, you have to have a second superstar to beat the Raptors. But to get my Raptors point, we have a bunch of 6'9 guys. We just can crawl. Like yeah. Nick Nurse, I was watching the, the reporter today. Nick Nurse said it's going to be a bloodbath, right? It's going to be low-scoring games. Close games. It's not going to be any blowouts. It's going to be head-to-head battle. Who's going to win those second-chance opportunities? And I honestly think that the Raptors can pull out the series. It really just depends on if James Harden wants to play like James Harden. So if I had to give my preview on this, I'm saying Raptors in seven. Okay. Okay, very interesting. Um. I don't know where, which direction to go here because mm-hmm. obviously we know the four or five matchup is always very close, right? Especially this one. Yep. You have what? Maybe not MVP, but uh, second in the running. Second right? runner up, yeah. Runner up in uh, Joel Embiid, who's having an amazing season. Probably going to lead. Led the league in scoring. Exactly. Yep. So it's tough to say because for me, is as you said, Toronto has a bunch of big guys, right? But Mm-hmm. Who who are they gonna put on Joel Embiid? You know, like well, Scotty Barnes. Seven, I don't know. One seven two. Like yeah, so like good. I'm saying, like like Embiid will win you those minutes. It's all about if the other players can win you those minutes as well, right? Like wow. you, as, at Doc Rivers, you don't want to play Joel Embiid play 48 minutes a game, even though you might have to. Yeah. But he's gonna get tired. He's gonna make bad decisions. So, really, you got to have James Harden who wants to play like James Harden if he wants to. Exactly. And there's one person that knows Joel Embiid pretty well, I think, is Nick Nurse. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't have Marcus Gasol this year, which is actually – we know how crucial Marcus Gasol was yeah. in that championship, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially now. So, for me, is the main thing is can you stop Joel Embiid? And I, I can't really see the Raptors being able to slow him down. or stuff. Like, I don't know who, who you're going to put – who do you guys usually put on Joel Embiid? Like, it's going to be a lot of different matchups. Like Thaddeus yeah. Young might take him. Precious Achua might take him. Siaka might take him. Yeah. Ken Burge. It's just going to be a bunch of switches. Okay. He's going to get to his spots. You're going to see a triple team coming, and you're going to have to rely on the other players to do something. Okay. And, so and it's. We, yeah, we know with the Raptors, especially in the playoffs, well, one, they're not facing LeBron. They're a really good playoff team, right? We know, yeah, they won a championship because of it. Exactly. So for me, it's going to be tough because Philly. They just got Harden. They, he's been he's been on and off. So, but but we know how good Harden is. So yeah. I think I want to say Philly in seven, but I, I want Toronto win. I rather okay. see Toronto win. See, I can see that happen too. Like I'm not disappointed with that. Like Philly is the better team. They have two superstars. We have an All Star in Fred Van Fleet who hasn't been playing like one, but we also have Pascal post All Star break who's been playing like an All NBA player. So. Philly should win this matchup, but it's just that Raptors are in their head. They're in their head, live run free. So 
it's it's gonna be a really interesting series, but I'm gonna stick with my gut and I'm gonna get Raptors in seven. Okay. Okay. You have Raptors. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll switch. I'll, I'll go Raptors. Yeah. I really want. I really want hey. the Raptors to win. Yeah. Um, but I feel bad for Philly because, like, obviously, mm-hmm. like, especially last year too, they're supposed to be Atlanta and they choke, right? So, exactly. Give me Raptors in seven. Um, with but that being said, that does conclude our 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 uh, our N- NBA playoff video. Um, we actually have all the same winners for each matchup. Practically, yeah. So let's see if that's gonna happen. Thank you so much, Gabe, for coming on and talking about anytime. Love it. I love it. The NBA playoffs. We'll probably have you on again once the playoffs gets a little deeper, and we'll be able to talk about about him a bit more in our, our predictions yeah. and maybe what's going to happen. Definitely a really good playoffs. Obviously, NBA playoffs never disappoints. It's always very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of... Obviously, every game counts a bit more. Yeah. You can already see the play-in. There's already yeah. a lot of... It, it's already very, all a very exciting game. So, uh, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for watching. If you made yeah. it this far. I think... Or, no, is this our first episode without... But, hey, interesting episode. It could be. Uh, Put it in the history books. Exactly. Let us know if uh, you like this type of stuff. If like mm-hmm. we get a replacement, if uh, one of us can't make it, uh, if you like this mm-hmm. type of stuff. But uh, thank you so much for watching, um, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.